Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace with your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. Hi, and welcome to Career Development Centre's Careers and Mental Health Conversations. I'm thrilled to welcome two trademark representatives, Ed and Dan, today. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Tina. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So listen, before we get started, there might be some people that um, have lived under rocks and aren't aware of the work that you're doing. So can you give us a bit of an overview of trademark? Yeah. Yep. So Trademut's a progressive social enterprise that is uh, aiming to clothe working men and women in Australia with uh, vibrant uh, new looking workwear uh, that's, uh, yeah, different from the norm, giving people a bit of um, variety and flavor, something they can wear to work that's a bit different and uh, yeah, in doing so raise awareness about uh, mental health. Okay. So how did you get into um, wanting to raise awareness about mental health? What, how did it come about? So the mental health side of things comes from my, my lived experience having lost one of my best mates to suicide um, in late 2016. As it you know, always is, very unexpected, out of the blue, sort of no signs or anything like that. Um, it was an experience for me that, yeah, it, it shook me to my bones. I um. You know, as I've sort of described, it's like an open-ended book. You know, you don't sort of get any closure. And, um, yeah, it was a super, super crazy period of my life, sort of dealing with that, coming to terms with it. Um, And in that period of time, I guess, I became more and more aware of just how, you know, prevalent this issue is in in society and particularly among, you know, young men. And, um, yeah... uh, I guess I couldn't have known how much that actually would affect me, uh, but you know that's I guess that's where the idea for the for the mental for the mental health side of things came from. And Ed and I working together, you know, for as long as we were, we were always scheming of different things we wanted to do and ideas, and just talking absolute shit with each other on, on the building site. And we had this idea of you know making a, an alternative workwear company, um, which we are. In the process of that, we discovered what social enterprise was and how you could you could use business to to um, impact on you know socially conscious um, you know values I yeah. guess basically um, and it was just perfect fit for us so that was the path we went down and we actually did it you know we actually had the idea and we followed through with it so that's it's so cool so what was the motivation to follow it through because I know that there's lots of people out there that have ideas and um, you know, and talk about, oh, if I could do this, if I could do that. What, what was the motivator for you? Well, I mean, we just, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. We just, there's so many things. I mean, like we just kept asking questions. Um, and I mean, the idea itself we thought was fantastic, but we just, um, you know, we just started asking a couple of questions and we linked up with a few people and, you know, we, we had a bit of encouragement and it just kept leading on to the next thing. And, you know, I guess eventually we'd talked about it so much to a bunch of our mates that we convinced ourselves that it was a real thing. So we yeah. had, you know, once once we got to a certain point, it was like, well, it's all or nothing now. Like, so we we sort of had a goal and um, yeah, obviously, you know, we didn't have, you know, too many spare dollars um, because at the, you know, the time of when we came up with this idea, it was basically in the period of our lives where we were going out every weekend and partying and, you know, drinking the work week away. And then it came to the idea of, well, why don't we just start saving some coin and set a goal and start saving some money and, you know, put it all into something. And then, yeah, just like Dan said, it was, you know, talking to everyone and, and saying that we were doing it and us believing in ourselves that we could do it. And then, yeah, we just 
kept meeting the right people and, you know, yeah, there's always setbacks obviously, but then it's just rolling with the punches. And if, you know, if you want something done, you've, you know, you can't get anyone else to do it. You've got to go out and do it yourself. So, uh, yeah, we just stuck with it and invest our money and our time and our um, effort. And it, yeah, well, we're finally in market and, uh, yeah, selling shirts, which is pretty awesome. Did it help with your grief? When you lost your friends, did it help with your grief? Well, it was funny for me. I mean, I've lost a couple of people close to me, uh, but nothing like this. I guess it was a, a super confusing period of time yeah. for me. But like, uh, you know, I discovered with you know time heals all wounds, and and you sort of your perspective changes. And you know, once you get over that grief and that that loss, you you know you've still got these fantastic memories, and you know you get on with life eventually. You know, so um, for me um, personally, well, on the shirts as you can see, uh, YNWA is a yeah. patch just on, oh, that, yeah, on the yeah. top right pocket. So my mate who took his life um, was a diehard Liverpool football club supporter. Was he really? Bled red. Yeah, just absolutely lived and breathed it. Um, so YNWA, you'll never walk alone. Um, oh, as, that's fantastic. As, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as my um, tribute to him. Um, and I thought it was fitting for the premise of the shirts, you know, being about mental health and being a conversation starter, um, you know, the message to all oh, guys out there. Oh, you guys are good. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice that yeah. on there, but now I know. I got mm. goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't want to forget the people we lose. No, and, exactly And right. forever live on yeah. with your shirts. Yeah. That's amazing. What a yeah. great story. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a little, little touch. Did you ever imagine that it would take off like this? No, nah, not in a, our wildest dreams. We thought... Because, you know, all the money we had could afford us, what was it, 1,500 shirts. Um, and we were living with the expectation of having 1,500 shirts to wear for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, we're yeah, blown away. Like I said before, we've only got a couple hundred shirts left and we're waiting on a yeah big order to come in very, very soon. But, yeah, no, it's been super well received and um, we always based it off, you know, People think it's a bit of a novelty, which is cool, but um, we're always like, well, if we're going to do that, most novelties are poor quality and don't really last. But we said, um, you know, if we want to be a workwear company and base ourselves around that, we need to be top quality and, and, and hold up and be durable because, you know, we both know firsthand no one buys a work shirt again if it's crap the first time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we made sure that, yeah, the quality was the best we could find and People are giving us awesome reviews. We haven't had, um, we've had one or two little negative reviews, but it's all part of it. And, yeah. um, you know, 99% of everything's been super positive and people saying they're the best work shirts I've ever had. So, I mean, yeah, it's awesome. So it's been fantastic. I think uh, people are pretty understanding of the fact that at the end of the day, we're, we're still just two chippies, you know, and we've, we've gone into the rag trade yeah. and, um, you know, we're, we're feeling our way through it. So, you know, people are quite forgiving. Yeah, there as well, <laughs> I should so. think so. They're great shirts. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, they're so great. whose idea was that was the loud shirt idea and and where were you in a pub uh, uh, loud shirt yeah. idea well it was a it was a culmination of a lot of things it was we started off not knowing a clue we wanted to make work shirts that were different but what is a different work shirt you know what i mean so we were well, dan was talking about the other day how we were sitting on his deck about 12 months ago with coloring in pencils and 
stencils of work shirt outlines and us drawing them and giving them to graphic designers and being like, maybe make something like this. <laughs> We're thinking um, like this. We've got a heap of weird looks. I think actually in that process, we designed a really good range of potential Melbourne Cup silks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Horse racing yeah. silks. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, look, we knew we, w- we wanted them to be different, like super different. The whole thing was is that if we were going to be a, a, a extremely alternative workwear brand, well, then there's no sitting on the fence. Yeah. It's never going to be like a half-hearted thing. So, you know, we managed to link up with some pretty cool graphic designers and, you know, people in the textile sort of game. And um, we just sort of gave them some guidelines and they kept coming back to us and it was no, 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 or sort of like that. Yeah, go with that. Got to this point where... There was a, a funky camo pattern and we just said, yeah, that's like, the one. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, make that. Let's do it. We so. based it if we could get away with making the most loud out there shirts we could. Well, then we've got a license to make whatever we want. Yeah. And like these have sold. So now we've basically yeah, set ourselves up as being the only alternative workwear company in Australia. There's no one else doing what we're doing. Um, We've even found like globally, which is pretty cool and amazing because when we're getting into this, you know, I'd ring, you know, be ringing Dan up and be like, mate, you know, how are these big, maybe it can't be done because like these big wigs would be doing this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there was always like a sense of doubt in there, like, oh, you know, maybe this can't be done. Yeah, and then yeah. we were getting samples back and we got the right samples back. We're like, it can be done. Yeah, so let's do right. it. So yeah, it's bloody awesome. So, um, yeah, we've got heaps of new, um, new things happening and, um, yeah. Fantastic. What about the names of the shirts? You, you, the shirts have got names, haven't they? Where did that come from? So we were sitting in um, in the Newstead Brewery there as we sort of have our regular Thursday afternoon meetings at a point while we were still on the tools. Uh, so it was over a couple of beers with some people who have been close to us in the business. We always wanted to name the shirts. Every product that we sell is going to have a, a specific name because, you know, we just think that's a fun way of, of you know, yeah. People connect to it. Yeah, it yeah, it. yeah. Um, and literally we had a conversation and the, the two shirts that you're wearing is that that was my choice, um, out of the three designs. This was Ed's choice and the, the Russell Coit was, was another one of the our other coit. mates. Yeah, the Coit. Uh, but literally I was spitballing. I was like, why don't we call this one? Like, whatever. Funky as fuck. And then they were like, yeah, perfect. Funky as fuck. F-A-F. The yeah, fact. Let's uh, do it. Done. Love it. And then the Australiana themed one. Ed was like Russell Coit, but we we started with the Russell Coit, but we got a season's assist. Um, so it's the Coit. So yeah. it's just the Coit. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mr. Feelgood is, you know. Yeah, I just had it on and I was like, oh, this is the Mr. Feelgood. It, it, it named itself, basically. Have a look at it. It's fantastic. So, yeah, we thought it was a cool way for people to be able to connect to the to the individual products as well. So It's brilliant. It's a great idea. It is. So you're in partnership with other organisations, aren't you? Or you've got kind of connections to other organisations. Can you tell us about that? So basically, um, yeah, so we're obviously a for-profit business. um, But yeah, as we said, you know, we're socially conscious and everything like that. So we aim to, well, we don't aim to, we do 5% of our profits go to mental health initiatives. So uh, we've teamed up um, with one uh, this year running through till October. Um, this is a conversation starter. Yeah, what's that all about? So it's about uh, linking up musicians and uh, and comedians together and uh, releasing songs to, you know, just normalise um, having a conversation and, you know, making mental health just a – it is an everyday thing. Everyone's got it. So just normalising and allowing people to use that media as a 
base of a conversation. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, there's heaps of other things we're looking at uh, implementing into the future. And yeah, so this is conversation starter was the one we started with, and um, yeah, so we'll run with that until October and, and and pivot from there. So we've got some we've got some really great ideas of of ways we want to implement and help guys, um, you know, address you know their mental health. The great thing about being a social enterprise, being a for profit business, is that we have the freedom to be able to do what we want in that regard we don't have to really answer to too many people um so to that end we can be outside the box and i think it's gonna allow us a lot of freedom and allow everyone else a lot of freedom to be able to relate to us and 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 all that sort of stuff so yeah it's pretty cool i think that's we've found that there's a lot of um you know with the non-for-profit area there's a lot of gray areas of, you know, wanting to advertise and spend money and, you know, build awareness. It's hard for them because people then say, well, you know, why are you spending money on those areas? Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, like we've said, the whole premise of our brand is around mental health awareness and you can't miss it. And everyone sees that shirt and automatically knows that's what it is. Yeah. So which is awesome. Uh, and then on top of that, it, you know, we can put as much money as we want into advertising and marketing without anyone coming and knocking on the door. Yeah, there's no red tape. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really awesome. So we've literally got a license to do whatever we want. And, yeah, it's fantastic. And, and then giving back um, into areas that um, we feel are, you know, non-for-profits that are making good change and align with our messaging and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, no, it's really exciting. And, and not bogging ourselves down into having to – be in one area um so you know if there's someone doing you know stuff with mental health in a different area or something like that we can go out there and 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 funnel money into that it's not we don't have a consistent affiliate program with anyone so we're sort of able to pivot and and move with the time so yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool it allows us um yeah to be more versatile yeah gives you flexibility 100 percent. and you steer your own ship are you are you is this a full-time gig for you now is it it really so no more no more on the tools well until yeah (laughs) if we can if we can keep it going it's bad yeah yeah Yeah. but no it's um no it's going really well at the moment um yeah like we said we've pretty much sold out of our first line of shirts so um yeah the demand definitely there and um people are just loving the option of wearing something different to work and yeah um, yeah the stories that we've had back are just unreal tell me some stories then what kind of things are you hearing from people in terms of their own experiences around men's mental health and suicide prevention i was chatting on the phone to a mate of mine this morning it's the freshest thing in my mind he was telling me how they've got a couple of new laborers working for them big crew well-established crew and they were sitting down having smoko yesterday and they were talking about trademark. No one was wearing a trademark shirt, but they were talking about the brand, which is awesome. Mm. Um, and, <laughs> you know, a couple of the dudes had heard about it or knew about it. And this new labourer who was just a young fella, he piped up and no one really knew him. Um, they, and he said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, my, my dad tried to commit suicide three weeks ago. Oh, wow. That, and that's yeah, raw? it was raw, and and but they gave him permission to talk about it. He had permission oh, to talk yeah, about yeah, it okay, because yeah. they were talking about the brand, and immediately they didn't treat him any differently. Uh, but they knew about it. They allowed him to open up. And and one of the biggest things that we've noticed with this is that more often than not, all anyone wants is just an uh, you know a, a, chance a chance to say it, yeah. a chance to say it, a chance to be heard, a chance to be understood. And all of these guys are having a real conversation, a real smoko conversation. And I was, 
when I hear that, I get shivers down my you spine. Should get, you should feel proud. Yeah, and 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 you know, and I was talking to my mate, and I said that's so cool, and he's like, you know, they don't, they didn't treat him any differently. They got about their work. They were still talking shit. They were still bantering yeah. with each other. But the thing is, is they knew they knew what was going on in his life, and they could look out for red flags yeah. if he Show was, empathy. yeah, if, that's he was right. if he was up or down. They'd know why, yeah. you know, yeah. and and so. And that's it. That's gold. That's all we need, you know. That's so. And they weren't even wearing the shirts. No, know? but just talking about your brand yeah. prompted that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And that young guy knew he was in a safe yeah. space to say, "This is going off." Exactly me. right. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and they were, and I think for those boys as well that were there, you know, they weren't expecting him to say that. And it's and it's a heavy thing for it someone is, to yeah. say to a yeah. bunch of guys. But what's even more impressive is the way they handled it. Yeah, their response to you it because yeah. they know that it's okay and that the most important thing that he can do is talk about it. And their response to it was so encouraging. And that's exactly what we're trying to get across. You know, as Ed said, empathy, it's one of the biggest things that that the message that we want to get across is, is just as human beings to show empathy across the board, mental health or otherwise. Yeah. 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 And so that's a good segue because I know that part of your message is being a good bloke. Yeah. Being a good bloke. Tell me what being a good bloke means to you too. Being a good bloke is just caring for people that are around you. So it's just, yeah, like we said, empathy and um, just giving a shit about who's yeah. around you and what they're up to. Everyone knows what, you know, being a good bloke is. In Australia, we know what being a good bloke is, you know. It doesn't there's not, you know, it doesn't have to be too many rules around it. But, you know, it's just, I think, to introduce another idea of mindfulness, being yeah. aware of your environment, your yeah. surroundings, and then acting accordingly. Yeah. That's you need to look around you to see what's going well, on. Exactly. And good yeah. blokes are looking around them and being present and, yeah. and being attentive to, to other people's feelings and what might be going on yeah. for them. And yeah. everyone wants to be a good bloke, you know? Like, Can I be a good bloke? Of course yeah, you, you can. can. Oh, cheers. Bloody oath. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> I'm yeah. in. <laughs> I love that what's concept. The, what's the chick? What's the? Is there a chick version of it? Like good a Sheila. Good, good Sheila. Top, oh, Sheila. Good, top Sheila. Top Sheila. Top yeah. Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live up to that. Now. I'm going to be a top awesome. Sheila. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, um, and even yeah, talking about like other stories we've had of you know pe- of customers that have been wearing the shirts. We um, ran into a, a guy um, up in Tennant Creek. We're up there for the Barclay Beef dinner of all things two weekends ago. We were the guest speakers. We were the guest oh, speakers, nice yeah. So we are up there and this guy just came straight up to us and said, oh, because we were wearing our shirts with bow ties and came up and he's like, oh, I own one of those shirts. He was about 54. I said, oh, do you? He goes, yeah, yeah. He said, I wore that at, um, wore my shirt at um, Richmond Field Day, which is like an ag field day up in North Queensland. I said, oh, you're bloody um, Charlie, aren't you? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, he said uh, yeah, I've got one of your shirts. I said, my, we had a mutual friend um, whose son had taken his life a couple of months ago. And yeah, um, yeah she saw the shirt and he was at the bar. Anyway, I'd already put his photo up on Instagram and stuff. And uh, I said, oh, how, how are you finding that shirt, mate? He said, mate, oh, I absolutely bloody love it. He's like, it's the best thing ever. He goes, um, he's just giving permission for people to have a chat. He goes, it's fucking awesome. He's yeah. like, I was walking around all day. People were bailing me up, asking me what the go was with it. And uh, he had um, two separate guys at two separate occasions old cockies having a chat to him they 45 minutes each they spoke to him and um, both were in tears at the end of it yeah. just opening right up and he's just like um yeah it just gives permission to people to just open up and yeah. and, and show that they've got emotion and, and give a shit yeah and um 
Yeah, it's awesome. He was up at the bar and, you know, people were coming up and there was one guy that came up there that had a pretty stern belief sort of about suicide. He took right. the show and said, oh, what's the go with this shirt? And Charlie said, you know, it's about mental health and suicide prevention. And this guy, um, you know, sort of in short was like, oh, there should be a separate spot in the cemeteries for blokes like that, you know, that right. can, you know, weak as piss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, Charlie said, sit down, mate, and sat him down for half an hour and basically ran him through that, you know, it's – it's it's their when someone takes their life, it's their idea of letting people be free. That it's not an idea of being a selfish act. It's like yeah. allowing people freedom from them. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, by the end of it, this guy totally changed his tune. Was you know understood it and yeah. realised that it was a, a massive issue. And yeah, it's just really cool. Like we just you know, and and I don't think we even expected it to be like this. And like we, yeah. we've got a massive responsibility now to keep this thing going. And, uh, yeah, to keep implementing this change mm. and, and, and that it's amazing that a shirt is just doing it itself. I know, it is amazing and it's such a clever idea. Bloody crazy, but we never anticipated it to be anywhere near this. We, we, never we were always it. just, look, we, we were going to be an alternative workwear company. That idea on its, on its own was, would have been fantastic yeah. to be able to, to, but to have such an important message. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's I have, crazy. I know I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure that my mate, who, you know, he would be, we've said it a bunch of times. Ed and I have looked at each other and just laughed about what we're doing and the situations we've been in, you know, that we've created ourselves with these shirts. And Ed says to me, you know, mate, your mate must be up there having a laugh at this, like, cause you got, yeah. like, cause what we're yeah, doing. But, like, but, the sh- but, but uh, like we've said, the shit just happens. And we're like, how the f- would that have happened? Yeah. There's no fucking way that should have happened yeah. like that. And it's like, he's definitely up there pulling strings. Steering and being it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody made over here and do this yeah. and meet this person. Like, yeah, us being here today, you know, it's just like, um, it's just crazy how it's just been this whirlwind of momentum and um, it's awesome. Meeting amazing people and getting amazing responses. And I, uh, yeah. I have no no doubt for one second in my mind that I'm exactly where I was supposed to be, you know, yeah. right where I'm yeah. meant to be. And yeah. we know that we're the blokes for this job. Yeah. And we can, yeah. And we, you know, so... Yeah, if we can, um, if we can allow people to, um, to be, you know, comfortable and at ease with their situations, then, yeah, and that's, yeah, we win. Fabulous. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's interesting that you raise the negativity from the guy, um, that you were just describing there around, oh, you know, people that, that, that take their lives or die by suicide a week and you should be tougher and take a, mm. you know, a cup of cement or whatever it is people say. It, that's actually something that when when we when we've done podcasting and when I've had conversations with people, that's not something that they like to talk about the negativity. But I want to hear about that because that it's the misconception that people have got out there, particularly in the construction industry, around what mental health is um, and and opinions about people that that take their own lives. Do have you had much of that, or was that just have yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Especially from people that were close yeah. to us too. You know, yeah, Dan and I are in a in a no, yeah, a full-time job for four years is how we knew each other. And, uh, yeah, someone in that company pretty high up had, had struggles yeah. with mental health. Yeah. Had time off away from work and, you know, it'd been a very dark place. And then when this started to launch and get traction and get going and we were looking at the prospects of, you know, getting off the tools and having mm. to make this our top priority, it was just like a something he didn't want to, anything to do with. It was just he hated on it, thought it was, you know. Because it was drawing attention to something that he I, I think didn't it's, I want think it's the something, spotlight on. I think it's something that he still has a perception of it being a 
a weak thing. Yeah. Um, it's a them and us thing. Is yeah. that's not that's not for there's us, a, that's yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not me. It's, yeah. all, yeah, it's, yeah, all it's those everyone else out there. Whereas, yeah. you know, I, you know, Dan and I through this journey have learned obviously so much and we've still got so much to learn. But you know, we've all got mental health. Yeah. You know, mental illness and mental health obviously a very different thing. But you know, but you're right. Ocker blokes, well, yeah. ocker blokes, carpenters and stuff. Well, not carpenters, but all tradespeople, yeah. all men in Australia. About ninety five percent of them would think they don't have mental health. Yeah. And that's, that's the uh, that is the reason. And yet, every second day in Australia, someone in the construction industry is killing themselves. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. how do you think that these people kind of weigh up the logic behind that? It, it, it's not about, it's nothing to do with us, it's other people. And yet every second day someone is taking their own life from that one industry. It's, how it's, do they make sense of that? It's, it's ridiculous. It's easier for people to coast through and think it's not going to happen to them. Um, Bury like their heads in the sand. Yeah, it's like we've been working with this guy down in Melbourne, Nick Sutherland, from a program called MindFit. And... Uh, you know, it's like physical health as well. It's like you've got yeah. an easy path. You can come home every afternoon, sit on the couch and drink 10 beers and eat a pack of chips or you can get off your ass and go for a run. So it's an easy path or a hard path. Yeah. And it's the same with your mental health. You can either work on sustaining good mental health, good. which is hard, but it's it's better for you. Or you can take the easy route and just keep floating through life and not giving a shit. Blaming so, everybody else. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's very simple. And, you know, 95% of people choose the easier path because mm. it, it's easier. Yeah. And it's la- yeah. It's probably, yeah. Bit of laziness too. Yeah. Um, the thing with that, the, the attitude, I guess, on building sites, you know, is like the the story of the guy that Ed was talking about. You know, not you know thinking it was the weak and, and this that or the other. That's not you know that's not his fault. No, it isn't. Um, I, I and it's that. not you know it's not the industry's fault or, or anything like that. It's just a lack of knowledge, and it it's is. just all this is about. It's like anything in life. Understand it's about education. You, you know? only know what you know. Exactly yeah. right, and yeah. so it's not you know. There's no need to sort of, you know, jump down anyone's throat. So yeah. sort of, it's just about, you know, having a conversation. And, you know, I guess if you haven't experienced this sort of stuff mm. in your life, you know, sometimes it takes a pretty, pretty crazy event in your life to, to change your, your perception. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get the job done eventually. Um, yeah. we'll just, we'll just keep doing our thing and, you know, uh, there's a there's a bloody lot of people out there who have experienced you know um, a bunch of things to do with mental health and suicide. You know, actually more commonly than not, people have experienced someone close to them that has taken everyone off. directly or indirectly. Um, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, the, the the tough that you know that tough demeanor that you know macho sort of attitude, it's. It's changing. I think, you know, seeing the uptake of our shirts on building sites and that sort of stuff, you know, means for us that, you know, it is changing. Like we say, yeah, yeah, we're selling work shirts, we're a workwear brand, but, you know, what we're actually selling is the next generation of Australian men who are comfortable and at ease with talking about, yeah. you know, their emotions and issues with mental health. Well, and real, real shit. Yeah. Real conversations yeah. rather yeah. than just, yeah. Like coasting through and in, in, you talking know. about getting on the piss on the weekend. It's yeah. sort of like stepping back and making sure that everything's sweet, yeah. basically, and allowing, allowing uh, you know, one day, one bad day turning into a bad week, turning into a bad month and so on. It's sort of like, yeah, like we work on that preventative measure. So it's like, well, if we've all got mental health, let's work on it and keep it, you know, keep it cool and everyone sort of sustain better mental health. And if someone's, you know, lagging or assist them. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, helping at bosses because, you know, if you've got, you know, you're going to get more productivity out of your staff. If you, your staff's got sustaining better mental health, all that's that right. sort of stuff. That's, so that's it's sort true. of just making sure people know that 
it's not just something for them. It's actually for their business and everything as Without well. Without a doubt. So, yeah. Do you know, um, PricewaterhouseCooper did a report recently on workplace mental health and untreated depression in the workplace. So one person with untreated depression will have um, three to four additional sick days a month mm. off of work. Mm. I mean, if that's not a yeah, precursor insane, for understanding that, you know, caring and supporting for your staff in yeah, the workplace is an important thing yeah. to do. You know, your, your business is not going to fare well if you've got um, people that are working in your organisation that aren't feeling well. If they had a physical illness, you'd be encouraging them to go and see the GP yeah. or oh, whatever. Yeah. And, but that's, and, the main, you know. that's the reason we're here is because yeah. that's, that's what everyone, every, no one wants to talk about this shit. No one wants to address it and, 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 and do anything about it, you know what I mean? Well, 95% of the population. So it's yeah. we've got to keep making noise and normalising it. It's like sort of... I've. You know how there's this huge thing at the moment about the war on waste and everything like that and coffee cups is one of the main things, right? I've been going to coffee shops lately. It's over 50% of people are bringing in their own cups now. And I was like, you know. When did quick, that happen? You know, yeah. How quickly people. <laughs> yeah. Soon enough it's going to be like smoking. Like if you're yeah. seen with a with a one-use coffee cup, you know. Yeah, you're, you're going to be going to your, you're gonna have to go to your own little place and drink it you know, <laughs> yeah. in the corner. On your own. You know, yeah. You'll be which out. Is, which is great. Like, you know, we don't want to make – it's not about making people feel ashamed no, or no, anything like that, it's but it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just the opposite. And it's about, you know, just normalizing, make, making people feel comfortable numbers. with yeah. it. Yeah. Pairing you numbers. Know? And if yeah. we get enough young people um, coming through and like, you know, looking up to an older bloke that's wearing a shirt or yeah. their dad that's wearing a shirt to work and being like, oh yeah, cool. That's just a normal thing. Well then shit. You know, by the time Dan and I are older men, this problem won't be what it is now. Yeah. Hopefully, you know yeah. what I mean. Our plan is to, when we are old, old you know, old, old blokes, old and crusty, is to not, is to not be, is to not be cranky old bastards. Because if that, you understand your mental health yeah. and you tend to, you know, tend to mental wellness throughout your life, you know. <laughs> That's hopefully that's that's the sort of thing that can lead to a, a happy, you know, long and prosperous shift, yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that we, one thing that we have discovered is that you know this is almost no longer just about mental health for the sake of reducing suicide rates, but if we can have a generation of men that understand their mental health um, and attend to it, well, yeah, hopefully we can see a lowering rate of suicide. But, you know, we can see a reduction of things like domestic violence. Absolutely. Bullying in yeah. the workplace, bullying in general, the way yeah. we the way we treat our kids, better relationships. It, will, it, it affects all parts of Every our lives. Every aspect is, yeah. of your yeah. life. It's the main. It's the main. And so suddenly we are in a situation where solving world issues, you know, like <laughs> yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. But, but why not? Why not? You know, shoot for shoot for the stars because you know we like, yeah. If we can, if we can address this one issue, the flow and effects, the ripple effect could be huge, you know. And if and if yeah. we can open up people's minds and, and change people's perception. Well then, that's the start. Yeah. That's the start. It's of it. a it's bloody good start. It's a roll-on yeah. effect from that. Yeah. The biggest thing that I can't work out is that, um, you know, this isn't a thing that's being taught in schools. No, you know, no, I was it like, be. you know, my folks. I'm from you know Central West Queensland. Parents spent a bloody fortune on me to go to boarding school, and like I was at one of the best boarding schools here in Brizzy, and um, never learn a thing about mental health. No, never. not one thing, and um. You know, if I knew more about this stuff when I was going through school, it, I remember just going into exams. Like I was always, you know, when I got to year 12, I was always aiming to get the best OP I could. And I worked bloody hard, blah, 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 but always very anxious going to exams yeah. after them and everything like that. 
I still went it went extremely well, but I, you know, thinking now, I was just like, well, that was all for nothing, really. Yeah. You know, like, did well, I need to suffer as much as I did? That's yeah. Sort of shit. Yeah. And yeah. Worrying about yeah. the future, worrying about results, worrying yeah. about everything, worrying about things that haven't happened yet. That's yeah. anxiety. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's that's what that is. And who hasn't experienced that? Yeah. No one. Everybody knows what that feeling yeah. is like to worry about things that aren't in your control. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, you you you. You got it. You've nailed it. You have nailed it because people don't tend to understand the way that we think and why we think the things we think and why we worry the way we do and where anxiety comes from. And without that kind of knowledge and understand the understanding, the risk of developing a mental health problem further down the track yeah. is quite high. Oh well, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't address it, you know, then it just, you know, it. Um well, like Nick was saying, you know, it becomes septic. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you've got a bung leg with an open wound, you look after it. But if That's someone right. sustains some sort of mental trauma and mm. doesn't do anything about it, well, they become septic to the mind. It's just like, and I know heaps of examples, you know, and like as we're going, going, going through this journey, I just relate back to mates or friends of friends or people I've encountered, you know, through the years and when something's happened and I've been like, oh, that's why that yeah. happened, you know. And, yeah. You know, like why some people I know, you know, are, are getting older now and they should be, you know, sort of, bringing down the level of entertainment they're having on weekends, like going out and getting on the drink and, yeah. you know, substances and stuff like that. And um, I'm like, oh, that's that's the reason they're still doing yeah. that. But you can't go and preach this stuff because no. they just drive back in your face. So it's yeah. like what we're doing, just allowing people to wear, buy a cool work shirt and um, – yeah, just you're open opening the, you're opening the door, the door. and yeah. if they're keen, you know, come forward. That's, yeah. and that's all that's all we want to do. We don't want to be out there preaching. No, so, yeah, no. That's, um, that's you, cool. you were talking about the workplace before, and I just I was thinking of something that has stuck with me, and it was something that Ed said. Well, when we were up at Barkley um, at the beef dinner in Tennant Creek, about um, you know, obviously Ed comes from a rural background. He's a he's a, a dead set true cowboy, as true as they come. Despite the fact he looks Mexican, um, <laughs> but he was talking about you know how um, stations are focused on low stock stress handling, right? So there, so there, there's a big push to manage the mental health of the cattle that are about to be taken to the abattoir. You know, yeah. So they're not, yeah, too. They're not too. They're not too, they're not they too stressed. Yeah, their heart heart rate isn't yeah. too high. And you've because you've got tense meat. Well, if you got high, if you got high heart rate cows that are like you know in calf or they've got a high percentage of aborting their you know their pregnancy and all yeah. that sort of stuff so but it was just yeah. interesting that there's such a huge push on that you know which is you know perfectly Important, warranted but, but you know are they doing the same for, for the, their people the people that are yeah, looking that's after such them? a good point uh, just food for thought it's just an interesting it was just something that stuck with me and you know it's just funny that we're yeah like the, we go back again to perception that um you know, that's not, it's not a problem until someone's got depression yeah. or someone, you know, whereas like we think, well, why not work as a preventative measure? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you're right. I mean, because all of the clinical kind of studies and research tells us that early intervention is so important yeah. to stop people becoming so unwell that it becomes much more debilitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that age bracket of, um, between 15 and 25 is such an important time because people's first experiences of mental illness will be in that age bracket. Definitely. So it's something like um, uh, 50% of their first experience by the age of 18, first episode by the age of 18, and then 75% by 25. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that like age it, bracket yeah. is important. Yeah. And an early intervention to, yeah. to so that people get help and support early on and can learn the tools and techniques that 
that you 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 guys have picked up along the way, and that and that well, they, you know services now about so that we can manage our exactly health better. right. And we were talking, we we're uh, as I said, we were at the Australian Industry Trade College down there in Rabina um, last week. And we were talking to grade 10, 11 and 12s, you know, um, which this topic, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy topic. So, you know, obviously Ed and I came at it from a very, um, you know, much, a sort of a fun, yeah, lighthearted yeah, way, yeah, you know, yeah. stories on the side, all that kind of stuff. But it's like we said to them, you know, this stuff isn't necessarily for you guys right now, but in a couple of years time, you know, you're all going to have experiences and you're all going to feel, you know, different ways and it's for it's for them yeah it's for them that you need this stuff but if you if you know about it if you're open to it well then when you're faced with certain situations in your life you'll know how to better manage yourself yeah. and stop a small problem snowballing into a massive problem yeah you know and knowing yeah. where to go for help as well where to get support yeah and, and we, we sort of like we did um the first we did the year tens first and then after that oh you know i was sitting there sort of thinking and i was like well, we need to sort of remodel it for them, create a need for them. And I was like, as we did our talk and sort of, you know, quarter of the way through it, I was like, righto, who here wants to, you know, run their own business and, you know, 90% of the hands go up. And I was like, righto, you know, who thinks here that have to be the best version of themselves to run the best possible business? Everyone puts their hand up, you know. And I was like, well, who here thinks that, you know, that sustaining good mental health would be a, you know, precursor of having a good business, you know what I mean? And everyone, you know, no hands go up. So you're yeah. like, well, if you guys want to be the best versions of yourself, the stuff we've, you know, got here for you today is um is, is going to put you in good stead to be the best possible version yeah. of yourself so take that on board and it, it was like really well received down there what kind of Please. questions were the kids asking they were asking questions about you know i was sort of telling stories about the position i was in for the last year running a building company um this and things that you know more often than not, the anxiety and the, yeah, and the nights awake, the, yeah. the, the nights awake that I had. So they had questions about, you know, um, sort of about things, you know, or simple questions around that. They were asking Nick, you know, if he still gets his depression, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, so you know, how to respond to, like, if you've got a boss that's handing you and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so it's curiosity, to, really, I yeah, guess. Cu- yeah. Curiosity. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and a lot of the kids were, you know, were, were still, you know, they were very responsive, um, you know, probably still a bit hesitant to, yeah. you know, put their hands up and ask specific questions. But, you know, after that, after the second session, we had a, a kid come up to us and tell us not only how great, you know, he, he thinks trade money is in the work and all that sort of stuff with the talk we did, you know, how much he got out of it. And then went ahead and told us how he's lost four of his mates, four of his mates to suicide. This kid's 16. He's 16 right. years old. He, he had he had a shot at his own life earlier this year right. um, and has been depressed for, for half, half his life. His life. Mm. And. Did you talk? Did he give you anything, any information around this kind of support he's getting? Has he got people he's around? He's been in him? and out of hospital right. a lot, um, and we just said, "Hey, look, mate, you know we've got Nick here from Mindfit, who's you know in this field and yeah. he's you know um, been doing it for ten years. So um, you know if you want any more assistance and stuff to hook him up, so that sort of segues into where we're sort of heading with everything. You are so doing the right thing. I, there is nothing that you have said that's made me think. Oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, because you, 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 I know that before we even started, so I sensed a bit of hesitation. But honestly, you are so doing the right thing. People are more inclined to seek help for depression, for example, if someone close to them suggests it, and yeah. you're planting all of those seeds in those little minds. Yeah. Um, and we get better quicker yeah. when we've got 
friends and family around us that are supportive, friends, family and work colleagues. Yeah. You're doing an amazing so, job. So, yeah. Well, for that young fella, for instance, you know, being in and out of hospital for eight years. Yeah. A mental health facility or a hospital for someone, you know, between the age of eight and 16 years old is a very ostracizing situation, you know. He would have been the only bloke in there that age doing um, that. You know and, what I mean? Like, could you imagine and, how weird that would have been? Yeah, and one thing that sort of brings me to my next point is that the number of stories that I've heard of people presenting themselves to the emergency room. Right. Very, you know, traumatized, you know, completely, you know. Lost. Lost yeah. and everything. And they can't treat them there, you know. The, the, the emergency room is not a place for someone to go, you know. They're not they're, psychologists. Yeah. Emergency um, nurses. No, I, I know I, yeah, we do hear stories about people that present to emergency departments that are maybe not getting the right support there and then, but it's not a bad place. To it's yeah, not yeah, a bad place to go, definitely. You know, but, they triaged on, but... I've yeah, heard, I know I've, what you're saying, yeah. and I I hear you. And, and we're and we're and we're lucky in um in Australia, we've got one of the best you know healthcare systems in the world. Um, you know, we've been I've been writing letters back and forth to Greg Hunt, yeah, the Minister for Health. Um, and he directed me, you know, towards looking at the, the primary healthcare networks and right. Brisbane primary healthcare yeah. networks, which you know the facilities are fantastic, the services they they offer. A second to none. Yeah. Awesome. Really, really great stuff from a very clinical, yeah. you know, um, sort of, I guess, uh, direction. Yeah. Um, and one thing that we, you know, found out is that guys in particular, that's not the kind of service that's that a lot of people, they, they want to yeah. contact, you know. Um, so, <laughs> you know, yes, we've got fantastic services out there. Do they appeal to you, you the, the, again? See the, the people. You're nailing it. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. So and that's but it's people like you guys that can inform on that. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you yeah. are the kind of people that um, should be consulted with when they're looking at spending government money on mental health services. You are the kind of people that you should be. And that's what I mean. I've 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 written it all. I'm waiting for a reply from uh, yeah from, from Big Greg. So well, yeah, I've um, yeah. Come on, Greg. Yeah. Sort yourselves out. They're waiting. They're busy yeah. men. So. It's like, so that's where we sort of, yeah, segue into what we're sort of aiming to do. So, you know, as we've said, like there's, there's a lack of education and knowledge yeah. that people are missing and that don't understand. And then it gets to that latter stage where, you know, you're on antidepressants, uh, you know, you're on the, your last legs and you're calling lifeline, stuff like that. So yeah. if we can drag it all the way back to the beginning yeah, where you're fit and healthy. Um, and yeah, we're, we're sort of aiming to set up, you know, sort of like a, a central hub for working men. Probably men more than anything, but men and yeah. women that um, can link in and um, you know have a, a mental health expert in there that yeah. um, is allowing people to you know look after it, uh, and then like a nutritionist and then someone that's like you know also looking after the physical. So like the three three main facets of health. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and get and just get a a, a big lot of amount of people in there giving a shit about their 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 entire health yeah. basically um and just sort of because we've found obviously you'd know definitely too is that you know when you go out to talk about mental health people sort of come straight back away from it because it's like well, i don't want anything to do with that yeah. it doesn't apply to me but if we can just sort of normalize it and create it uh, make it a, fun a need, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. light-hearted approach yes. you know? um yeah it's, yeah it's, um we create it that people need it to sustain a better better relationships you know better everything better friendships better a better husband be yeah. a better brother, uh, be a better As boss, said, be a yeah. better employee, everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
that's going to have to resonate with people. Um, so yeah. that's, we're just trying to, um, yeah, create a little hub of, of people that can get in there and set up like a business community type thing that, um, yeah, people start. We'll have to talk in. after the podcast about getting other connections that, that we've come across that might yeah, be helpful definitely. too on that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's funny, you know, we talk about, Ed was talking about, you know, physical health and mental health, um, the two parts of everyone that, that we all have, you know, to operate. You can't see the mental side of it. Obviously, you can see the physical side. You know, you break an arm, you put a cast on it, um, you know, you wear the cast for six weeks, you, you get the cast off, you do all those wrist exercises to get mm. you sort of mobile yeah. again and going. And after 12 weeks, you, you know, your skinny wrist sort of starts to look normal again yeah. and it's sweet, you know what I mean? takes a couple months, but you get there, you do the rehab, you're sweet. The thing that we want to try to get across is that it's exactly the same yeah. for mental health. You know, you have a bit of an injury, yeah. it's fine. You know, you, you you treat it, you do the exercise, you do the rehab, and you're good to go again. Yep, and then the beauty of it is, is addressing it once gives you the tools to, to, to understand it, you know, whenever it happens again, you know. You're building up a library yeah. of information <laughs> to just... understand what your mental health is, what it looks like when it's not traveling so well, what works well for you yeah. so that you're, and you build up a library of information so that if you co you stumble again, You've got tools you know in your what tool to box. do. You know, you know how to address it, and that's um. And you can pick up on red flags in people as well. Yes, it's, it's people then being able to show that empathy, and when they're like, and know what that. to look for. Yeah, I've had yeah. that trouble. I know exactly what that guy's going through. And for a boss to be able to go up to someone and just be like, "Mate, just go and have two days off, take yourself to the beach, something like that." Yeah, you know, like yeah. apart from that bloke feeling so shit about himself, either dragging himself to work and being unproductive, or not even coming into work and then his boss mate what the fuck where are you and laying it's, awake at night terrified you know, you're going to lose your job yeah, and then I mean, if you lose your job this is going to happen just and, yeah. normalizing it and yeah, just talk knowing about it. to give a shit you and, know what I mean? uh, like as you know everyday punters like we're not there to fix the problem like blokes like us we've all been through our own stuff you can't force anything down anyone's throat. No. You, you can you can give advice. Encourage. You can yeah. encourage. You can. I mean, it really. You know, one one of the most powerful things you can do is open up about your own stuff, uh, because if someone can find a level to relate to, and then you've got a technique or a method or something that you've done before that's helped you get back on track, more than helpful to sort of you know gently advise or yeah. you know give a bit of guidance. Yeah. You know, but like Ed said, you, you know, you, you got to um. You gotta to want to help yourself. Um, that's, yeah. that's the first thing. Um, yeah. it's, up about... to, it's up to the individual. It's not up to us to go out and force it. Like no. I said, it's, it's if you want to change, then if you yeah. care, you're halfway there. Exactly. If you right. care, you're halfway yeah. there. And, and that and, comes back to the yeah. empathy, doesn't it? Kindness yeah. goes a long way. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got a couple of other questions I just want to cover off of, and I'm, I'm kind of aware of time. I tend to go a bit over time. Yeah. yeah, we can just keep talking and talking. You so could I. <laughs> okay, so. Why do you think men in particular, um, traders and those in the construction industry are not reaching out? Tell me what, what your opinion ego. is on, right. Okay. So pride and ego, <laughs> stigma. Ego, tell, yeah. tell me about your experiences of that with traders. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it goes part and parcel. Tradies, macho blokes, hard yakker, hard working, you know. No emotion, no yeah, weakness, none of that tough, sort of stuff. Um, work hard, play harder. Um, you know, it's just basically, it's just been ingrained in that industry or any male dominated industry it's been, you know, ingrained into. Um, and yeah, we're here to basically say it's all bullshit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, allowing people to, um, 
actually change their their ways. So, so how damaging do you think stigma is? How many do you, do you know? How much? Um, what what do you think that stigma does in terms of um, stopping people from coming forward, and then in turn people get really unwell and get to the point where they they are thinking about suicide? Well, interesting. Um, I guess you, you mentioned that we sort of. When we started out, yeah, it was very much stigma, stigma, stigma. Um, and then th- through a bit of education and, you know, people that work that we've done with other people realize we keep saying the word stigma. It means there is a stigma. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so obviously, obviously, you know, there are barriers to understanding mental health, but, um, yeah. So you're reframing it. Yeah, you're reframing, you're reframing it. it. Just calling it perception. You're reframing right. it. Like, if it's, right. it's a, That's people have like a that. poor perception of mental health, it, yeah. there's not a stigma. People are uneducated. It's a misconception. Yeah. misconception. Yeah. People yeah. have a I bad like perception, it. which is, you know, if we can all start, it's like, because, yeah, like Dan's going to say, we, we met up with this guy. He, he's basically like, if we're all talking off the same run sheet, it's going to be a lot easier to get our message across, like yeah. power in numbers. If everyone out there keeps talking about stigma, stigma, right. stigma, which is basically... Discrimination. This, yeah, it's just this made-up thing through the media. It's like, yeah. oh, there's a bloody stigma about mental health. We can't have fucking mental health. Yeah. Well, if we're like, well, we've all got mental health, we've all got this poor perception of it, let's start educating yeah. people about it, then it's like then more of a no, fun thing. No stigma. You know? Right, no, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I'm in. I'm not going to use that anymore. We're going to well, change yeah, the language. Like, oh, yeah, just being no, like, oh, I love that. Re- let's rebrand. Let's rebrand mental health. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. So, I'm glad I asked that question now because that was low down on my list. Like, I need to get through to it. Yeah. That, I love that. That's awesome. Okay, so look, as we wrap up, what's your final message that you want to get out to our listeners? Again, Hello, again, listeners. We, yeah. <laughs> So, look, I think you know one of the one of the best messages that we could get across is the fact that we all have mental health. You know, the word mental health is nothing to be afraid of. We all have physical health. We all have mental health. As soon as we can get people to understand that we're all the same, we all go through the same stuff, we all experience it, then we can start to educate about how to manage it. You know, it's like learning how to do a bicep curl. You know how to go to the gym, pick up a weight. Those exercises exactly the same for your mind. They're simple, and you don't have to go to the gym to practice them. You can you can practice every day. Anything you want to add to that? Well, I reckon he's just about nailed it. I reckon he's done um, that too. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. And yeah, do you want to just, give it a quick beatbox while you're the mind? <laughs> do let's it. Ta- let's change. Let, yeah, let's just change the perception and and um, yeah, that's normal. And have a bit of fun about it, you know. Like we can look great. Buy a work shirt, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. get it. <laughs> Get around them, yeah. Just we're bringing some flavour and some colour and some flair to it, you know. And it's it's nothing to be scared of. No, that's right. That's the main message. It's nothing to be scared of. Awesome. I love I love your message. You guys are great. You, you are nailing it. You really are nailing it. The message is awesome. On point. Oh, perfect. we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed talking to yeah, you. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Tana. Thank you. Thanks for having us. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed, please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review. For more information, visit careerdevelopmentcentre.com.au.